Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast. Five questions in about nine minutes because hackers never sleep. I want to make sure that everyone understands today we are honored to have Josh on this podcast. Josh, let's kick it off right away with a lot of energy for you because I'm 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 super excited. Look at look at everything that we have going on right now. Who are you? What do you do? Hey, so first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm, I'm super excited about this. My name is Josh Goodell. I've got broadband technology for AT&T. And really, I'm focused on our mass market. So think of our consumer customers and our small business customers. And when I think about technology, really, if you, if you can visualize what's in a customer's home or in a small business I've got responsibility for all of that, from the hardware to the software, to the cloud-based orchestration, to the security solutions, to the application that's used to manage all of it. So from delivery to development to lifecycle, I've got all of that for, for AT&T. Uh, prior to this role, just a little bit of history, I uh, spent a lot of time in the enterprise product space. So I'm now in the consumer space. I spent many years on the enterprise space and, and really led uh, a product organization that delivered enterprise edge capabilities. And you know, one of the examples of those uh, types of services was, was launching our first software-defined wide area network technologies. So technologies like SD-WAN, which was really fascinating because I started to see how networking and security come together, it's almost like peanut butter and jelly, right? These things are just absolutely intertwined together. So that's a little bit about what I do today and a little bit about you know my history over the last few years. Now, Josh, if I'm correct, you've been with AT&T for over 20 years, is that correct? Well, we don't, we don't talk about the number of years. I've been seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still young and carnivorous. Uh, yes, I've been around the block once or twice. Uh, yeah, I've done, I've done a, a few different things. As I mentioned, uh, over the last several years, it's really been developing products in very, you know, interesting parts of the business. By the way, it's fascinating to be focused more on the consumer side, having been in the enterprise side. There's so many commonalities, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of differences as well. But in addition to that, I've, I've run large operations, I've run um, call center organizations. I've done strategy work. I've actually managed the folks that go out and build and maintain and repair the network. So I've, I've done a little bit of everything in, in the time. I won't, won't quote years. Uh, I'm seasoned. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So why do you love being in the technology space? I mean, you've, you've touched different technologies through your career, but why do you love being in this space? So I, I think it really comes down to delivering real tangible value for customers. I mean, at, at the core of, of what we do uh, as a business with AT&T, it's all about creating connections. It's about enabling connections. And if you think about security, I mean, security is, is completely interwoven within all of that. And if you think about what's important to customers, it's, it's really, it's top of mind. And again, I, I shared with you my experience both in doing enterprise work and consumer work because this is one of the things I find really fascinating. With the enterprise customers, 
you know, they've been um, uh, very aware of the need to secure their networks for, for years. This is not new for the, on the enterprise side. What's fascinating is starting to see how our consumer customers are finding it really important as well. And when we look at relative importance as, as an overall buying driver, security used to be not that important candidly to our consumer customers, but it is rising up and it's now like one of the top five items. So I think one of the things that, that is, is super interesting is just doing relevant work to you know, protect our customers. And um, you know, if you think about our consumer customers, the other thing that's super interesting is they define security differently today than they did five years ago. You know, five years ago, it may have been, hey, I, I want to, you know, protect my laptop from a virus. You know, today it's, you know, I want to do that, but also, you know, I want to be able to control the privacy of my identity. I want to be able to control the amount of information that, you know, my kids can see on their iPad. Um, you know, layer on top of that, you think about what's in the, the home of these consumers, everything's connected. So the threat vectors are coming all over the place, whether it's a connected refrigerator, whether it's a connected iPad, whether it's a phone, whether it's a doorbell. So it's a super relevant space and our consumer customers understand that. They just don't know what to do about it, right? Which is where we come in. And I think it's one of the things that is really important to keep it simple, but do the hard work behind the scenes be the expert and protect them and protect their devices and protect their home. So anyway, long answer, but it's a fascinating space. And I think it's a super relevant space right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off script just a little bit because I'd be curious to hear what you guys recommend for your consumer customers. You know, one or two ideas that just can take them to the next level of their own personal security. So first of all, I appreciate you going off script. Let's uh, let's keep it keep it interesting here. So, I think uh, again, keeping it really simple. Um, I don't think that a customer should have to be the expert. Um, that's why they come to companies like AT and T. So the first thing is just understand. In my world, is is broadband. So understand if your provider. Now, I'd love for all of our you know listeners to be AT and T broadband customers, but. If you're not, understand what your provider can, can deliver. And, and you should use their, their capabilities as one of your buying decisions. So that's one thing. And if you choose the right provider, I think you'll be in a good position. The other thing that I think that's important is that customers should think about not just you know, how are they protecting themselves in the home, but also when they leave the home, how are they protected? Because the reality is, we all are in the home at certain times, and then we're at work at certain times, and then we're on the go outside of the home. So it's important not just to have a provider that can protect you in the home, but one that has a consistent security position, whether it's you know, the, the, the broadband connection or the mobility connection, it shouldn't matter. The customer shouldn't have to care. So I'd say one thing is do your homework, find a company that really buys in, find a company that's leaning in and find one that can give you a consistent, secured connection, regardless of where you are. 
That's that's an amazing answer. And and I'm going to stay off script just because I'm curious. The more you talk about the consumer security space, you know, I've I've been in the enterprise space for a while, and and I'm always stifled by how slow it moves or how they want to add technology and instead of dealing with the human factor. And so my question is, how can the consumer resources that you guys are providing make our staff members just that much smarter when it comes to the enterprise security? Is that, is that something you guys are thinking about? Well, I'll tell you, there are a few different things that I've learned making the move from enterprise to consumer. Um, one is the dynamics associated with managing a massively scaled business. Um, you know, in the consumer space, it's 14, 15 million homes. I'm currently protecting over 30 million devices. I'm blocking 300 million threats, you know, in a matter of a month or two. So the scale is very, very, just because it's so distributed. But the other thing, and I think this gets at your point is, in the consumer space, simplicity is king. You've got to keep it super, super simple. And the, the environment's dynamic. I mean, we can talk about how quickly things are changing as the threat vectors are changing all the time. Technology is changing and, and you having, you know, being, being in the enterprise space, you see it. You know, there are all kinds of interesting technology evolutions, whether it's 5G, whether it's a migration of workloads towards the edge of networks, which is driving edge compute capabilities, distributed connected you know, IoT devices, all these things are happening. It's confusing for, for the average consumer. And so what we try to do is manage that complexity behind the scenes and make it super easy. And we bring that to life through you know, the application. I mentioned that one of the things I've got is our application. And so if you were to go into our application, it's called Smart Home Manager. If you're an AT&T customer, you go download it. You'll see that, um, first of all, you can get our, our, our internet security. If you're a fiber customer, it actually comes with the broadband, which is awesome. When you're in the app, it'll tell you when we've blocked a threat. And um, you know, if you log into the app, it'll tell you that. You don't need to manage it. We will manage it for you. And, and by the way, that's one of the interesting dynamics is us trying to figure out how much do we expose versus just do all the hard work behind the scenes. I lean more towards just keep it simple. And so I, I think on the enterprise side, you know, customers want that simplicity as well. Um, it's just not as pronounced as, as I see on the consumer side. And I think that that's something we got to, as, as security professionals, we have to find ways to keep it simple and manage all that complexity behind the scenes. I love the idea of keeping it simple. I mean, I was in the military and we, we called it KISS. There's an extra word at the end there, but we'll leave that one out as well. <laughs> um, so Josh, you've shared tons of really good insight, but I'd love to hear what piece of insight you wanna share with the community. So one of the things that I talked about um, when I was articulating our vision for securing connections, again, it's not about broadband, it's not about mobility, it's about securing connections. The, the message I would say is we need to take a holistic view. And in, in AT&T, we call this active armor. And active armor is an umbrella. Again, whether you're in the home or you're on the go, it's all about delivering consistent capabilities that protect our customers. 
And I think it's important for us as professionals to think about the, the, the challenge of security, but do it in a holistic way. Um, it's not about individual perimeters. It's about holistic um, secure positions across any access technology. And I think if we do that, we'll, we'll, we'll move the ball forward in, in a really, really big way. That's awesome. So here's the fun question. Favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Does it have to be security related? Not at all. Okay, so I need to fully acknowledge that I'm somewhat of a, a adrenaline junkie. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember back in, in high school, um, now I am aging myself, by the way, you asked me how long I've been with at and I'm about to age myself here. I remember back in high school, um, tapping into that need for that adrenaline pump through mountain biking. And, and back in the day, this was the first generation of mountain bikes. So that retro technology was the first generation of mountain bikes. So I, if, if, you, if you're a mountain biker, you know about the time frame that I'm talking about. But if you think back to that time frame, these were glorified beach cruisers, basically, <laughs> right? And you would cannonball down a mountain on a glorified beach cruiser. And, you know, that would put some hair on your chest. And, you know, and then you got the first generation of full suspension. And now today, you know, you got bikes made out of carbon fiber with full suspension. You know, I was reading an article, there's actually suspension now that will adjust 200 times a second based on the terrain that you're on. And it's like, oh my God, how far we have come. But when I'm walking down the street and I see that first generation full suspension bike, I smile because it, you know, it's amazing how far we've come. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's epic having you on. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for watching the CyberPro podcast. You rock. Check us out.